God, you're so good. All right. How y'all doing? <laughs> All right. What's up, family? How are you doing? I am Christian, and this is my beautiful wife, Lanisha. And we just thank you for joining us for the Thriving in Love podcast, uh, where we empower couples to restore, maintain, and protect uh, their relationships so they can have healthy marriages. So with that being said, we want to open up with a specific segment. You do know what it's about. <laughs> but we just seen a year late, the movie Harriet, the 2019 version, and um, it was just so much into it. Now, I will say I'm not a, a huge fan of, uh, you know, slavery movies and different things like that. It's just a level of heaviness. I'm a feeler. And so I pick up a whole lot of things and I can get heavy. But with that being said, this wasn't like that. And it was a lot of things that were shared. So I wanted to ask you, before we get into our topic of the day, to share something that uh, hit you, your heart and your mind, that can encourage the people from the movie. I was really encouraged by uh, Harriet's display of just her passion for people, how she was willing to go out, risk her life time and time again. She went over and over again, and mm. she went up and down and took that journey. Um, and I learned some some more than, than what I had already known about the story and i know some of the things some you know were were changed a little bit for for the fit film right. but um just overall that compassion and passion she had for people being free yeah. and not living in bondage not being stuck and so i just thought that was amazing that she was willing to put herself aside and what she could have went after right. to to help others see that and realize that freedom that she knew was was on the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. I think one thing I would point is the fact that um, we had this conversation about it seemed as though she hated um, slavery or bondage, I'll say, um, more so than she loved freedom. Mm -hmm. Because when she got free, uh, she did that for about a year, according mm -hmm. to the movie. <clears throat> And then she's like, I need to go get back and get my man and my family mm -hmm. and all those situations, those scenarios. And it just hit me. Like, I think it hit me because I think about thriving in love and I think about what we do and what we stand for and how, you know, how we feel about bondage, how we feel about people going through things in marriage. And, you know, respectfully, we have a we have a good marriage. Yeah. Like we do. I'm not being arrogant. We have problems. Everybody has problems. But we have a good marriage. So we could just be OK with. Our we marriage our being our on our own and, 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 and going from there. But it's something in us every day after day, night after night, and we pray, we think about those. And so not saying that we're the Harriet Tubman's pretending it's a marriage, but it did hit my heart and my mind as it relates to this. And so uh, if you haven't checked out the movie, we don't get any, um, what do you call it, <laughs> royalties or anything like that. But it was something that we were able to move forward and, and receive. And it was really helpful and it was really good. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. So what I want to talk about, First and foremost is this post that you posted on today. You um, shared about a scare that we had in 2016. And I wanted you to share about that because that will set the tone for our discussion today. Yeah, so if you guys haven't heard, maybe this is your first time listening in or you haven't listened in in a while. I haven't told the story in a while um, up until this current week. But um, back in 2016, well, I'll go a step further just for a second, 2010, I was diagnosed with lupus. So fast forward, I did really well after we got over the hump and got into the, the proper treatments and things like that. 
Um, I did really well for several years. And then out of nowhere, in 2016, I started noticing um, bruising mm. on my legs. And so I was like, this is strange. This, I know this isn't normal. Like, where, where is the bruising coming from? Uh, why am I going through this? And so I, I, as I looked at first, I saw just the one bruise. So I was like, okay, maybe I did bump something, you know, no worries, you know. A couple days went by and I noticed that more bruising was appearing. So at this point, I'm like, okay, this can't be normal. This can't be right. And so they were sore and sensitive. And so I knew something was off. So I called my sister, who's a nurse. Um, she said, call your doctor, call the doctor. And then they had me take the blood test, uh, which I usually get my routine blood work done. I hadn't, I was due for it. So I, it made sense. Go get your blood work done, see what's going on. Um, long story short, I learned that my platelets, which is in your blood, uh, which is, is used to, it helps to clot your blood. So if you get cut or something, your platelets allow you to, your blood to clot so you don't bleed out. Um, so my platelets were only at 12,000. Mm. They should be at least 150,000. And so that was scary. What I learned was that I was a, a fall away from hitting my head and possibly bleeding out on my brain. And so I had to go straight to the ER, talk to the doctors, explain what was going on, tell them what my symptoms were. And um, then they were able to move forward and get me the proper treatment that I needed. Yeah. So it first and foremost, like, you guys know, like we deal with transparency, so it just it, it's just it just gets real for us. So for even you to share that story publicly um, is just a testament. And I don't take it lightly because I lived it. <laughs> so, you know, but what I realized and what I love is that you yesterday we talked about identifying the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And that's something that even though we talked about it being in the doctor's office, per se, for my per, when I shared yesterday, but really you had to know your symptoms before you leave the house. Like yeah. you had to understand like what's going on with you, knowing that you feel some type of way. Yes, the blood work come back and it tells you some things that you can't. Um, but moving into that next phase, like you, you had to, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll title this episode. You, you had to, um, we're going to say you had to make a house call. So making a house call. Okay. Now you didn't make, uh, a house call per se, but you can tie that in. But we're, call, we're calling it make a house call because we're going to relate what you went through and then apply it to marriages and relationships. But really what the essence of what was communicated is that once you identify what was going on, you had to communicate with your sister. Mm -hmm. You had to communicate with me. Mm -hmm. You had to communicate with the doctor. You had to come up out of yourself after you identified what was going on after yeah. you got the people you had to identify that for you to get the help that you needed at that point in time it called for you to go beyond yourself your self-examination mm -hmm. to go ahead and reach out to do what needed to be done yeah and so tying that to marriage and relationship and going into marriages who had to maybe you listened to us yesterday and you're like all right i identif i identified my symptoms. Like mm -hmm. I know the pain that I'm going through. I know the torment that I'm dealing with. I know my pain points. I know my spiritual bruising, so to speak, to relate to your story. But now that I know these symptoms and I've identified those areas, like what good is it to identify them and then not share them with people who can help you move yeah. forward? So yeah. like you, you had to share. So we had to share. You have to share. Share with who? You got to share with God. 
and not deny. Yes, he knows your symptoms, but you confess your faults. You know, you got to confess your faults to God, but you, the Bible says you confess your faults to one another that you can receive some healing. And so, you know, healing is what we'll be talking about a little bit as it relates to, to uh, us inviting you guys um, to our workshop that we're doing on, excuse me, our workshop, our webinar that we are doing on this Thursday um, at 9 p.m. EST. See the link. That's a quick plug right there in the middle. But realizing that, look, now that I've identified what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with, it's time for me to move forward and connect to the right people. I love what you said in your post. You were talking about you need to connect to the experts. Yeah. In other words, you know, that's not necessarily the PhD. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily, but that, that's somebody who has fruit yeah. in and, you know, somebody you look, you don't look at somebody with a jacked up relationship mm -hmm. and now you're like, oh, I'm going to go to them for help. Yeah. No matter what their title is, like you need to look at the fruit on that tree. Can they identify what, you, what, what you're paying for? Can they have a system in place? Can they help you get through to that next, that next phase and that next area? So the reason why I say I make a, a house call is because back in the day, um, you had to, you had the ability to make that call. Mm -hmm. And the doctor would come into your house. Yeah. And serve you right there. Yeah. Well, in this time of quarantine and everything we're dealing with, right, mm -hmm. we're encouraging you to go ahead and make that house call. And like you can house call to who? Like I said, call God. All right. Talk to your spouse. Right. And then you can reach out from your living room, from your bedroom, whatever the case may be. You can reach out to us. You can join us on Thursday as an act of reaching out to getting what you need where you can be quarantined. But you can learn more about that healing journey and that healing process. Yeah. Anything you want to add, baby? I mean, that's good. You, you said it. And I just want to stress that because we can often look at ourselves, realize there is a problem, mm -hmm. but we're not willing to take that next step and admit there's a problem. It's one thing to know there's a problem. It's another another step to admit there's a problem to someone or to, even to your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even want to take that step, right? Because if I even just keep stick to the story that we're, we're using here, um, I know at times that I can act like I'm okay, you know, and keep pressing, keep moving forward. And it could have been a point in place where I'd have been, I could have said, well, I don't want to come tell you now because I noticed this bruise three days ago and I didn't say anything. So now let me just wait and see if it goes away. Like that could have been a whole issue of pride. It could have been an issue of insecurity or even fear. Right? I could have been one of those people. I could have stayed there and been like, well, I really don't want to know. Mm -hmm. I really don't know what, what it's going to take right. to, to fix this, so I'm not going to open my mouth and say anything. Wow. And in our relationship, sometimes we're afraid of the work. We're afraid of, of the steps that we're going to, what we're going to be challenged to do if we do reach out for help, if we do go to the expert, if we do go, you know, to our spouse and say, hey, you know, I know I fell short here. I know I messed up. Yeah. I know, you know, things aren't right, right between us right, right now, right, right. but listen, I'm willing to put in the work. Yeah, like I'm yeah. willing to find out what we need to do. How about you? Yep. Like that takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of humility to take those steps, but they're necessary steps. Otherwise you can remain sick right. as, as a couple broken and not getting the healing. Like if you, if you break your foot and you just wrap it up and keep moving, it's going to continue to break and the break's going to spread, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing when our marriages, when our relationships are broken. Mm -hmm. If we don't reach out and seek help from the experts, if we don't communicate with one another, 
then we're allowing that break to continue to spread yeah. and, and cause further damage. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You have to, basically what I'm hearing is like, you gotta be intentional. Like you have to be intentional. And if you're not intentionally working, you know, on your marriage in those situations that you're even talking about, um, you can find yourself accidentally, you know, having a divorce or being in a place in a position of divorce. Yeah. And we have to intentionally work. And that's what this thing is going like. Marriage is something that's 365 days. I always say this with our clients. And even when we're in an area of coaching or speaking, I'm like, look, your children will grow up and pray. And I pray to God, they will get married and they will leave the house. <clears throat> For pastors and leaders and business owners, like you, you'll be there, you'll deal with the church. Some of them folks is going to come and leave. Your clients will be with you and they will leave. But marriage, that is something, whether you got your ring on or not, where you are married under covenant and it does not go away. No matter where you are, you are still married. Yeah. You have to intentionally work on this thing. We hear so many, mm -hmm. you know, reports and people and praise God for you guys, you know, identifying, you know, different things in our relationship. Thank God for that. But we put work in. Mm -hmm to this thing. It's not just reading a couple books and getting a couple of degrees and just going about it because truthfully, and I love education, I really do, but you know, you can be in a business class and learn from a professor who never has had a business before. Yeah. And so you got to put the work in yourself and intentionally you've identified your symptoms and now you're like, I make this house call where I'm going to talk to one another. Like you're saying, like, we got to communicate, like, this is what's going on. And I'm not talking about making a house call. I don't, I don't ever call the doctor and tell them about themselves. <laughs> like I got the, I'm experiencing yeah. the pain, but yeah. I tell them about themselves. Like, like it's not, that's what we do. We're there and we're like, Oh, you know, it's your fault. This and this. And yes, they have fault. But if you would look in the mirror, mm -hmm. if you would take the time and pull back in, in Psalms 139, 23, 24, like we always say, do the self-examination, even in my pain, um, like, uh, again, because we, we deal with a lot of, um, you know, infidelity cases and stuff is, you know, looking at that situation from the betrayed spouse. No, you didn't cheat. Yeah. But you still have pain. Yeah. You still could be bitter and be at a point in place. You still need to do self-examination mm -hmm. because whether you stay, choose to stay in the marriage or not, you still need healing. Yeah. You yeah. still need a situation. If you're the uh, infidel, if you're the person who, um, you know, who walked out, you have some things you got to identify, not even pointing to, well, he or she uh, did this and that's why I went out. No, no. Look at yourself. <laughs> Look at ourselves. We got to look at ourselves um, and, and find out why we're feeling what we're feeling. And this sometimes is deep rooted beyond uh, even the husband and wife relationship. Sometimes this stuff had to do with, you, you know, when it, came, when it came to, yeah, when it comes to childhood, Exes. some yeah, stuff yeah. that you've dealt with and talked about, you know, we married it. Yeah. The conditions and stuff like that before you said I do. Yeah. But now that we're married, we got to get through this stuff together. Yeah. Go ahead. And I mean, this is this is way deeper, but it's it's true in a sense. Like we when we get married, we we quickly spew out those vows, right? Till death do us part, mm -hmm. for better or worse. Right. Well, some we have no idea what worse is going to look like. We don't. Most times we're thinking the better part, like, oh, if we have, you know, maybe some financial issues, I'm going to stick in there. But, you know, we don't think about infidelity. We don't think about sickness. Right. Like, we don't, we don't think the worst. And I'm not saying go into the marriage thinking the worst situation possible, but realizing that there's a good chance that something really hard is going to come along. There's going to be a situation that you might in the moment feel like you can't handle it. Yeah. Or feel like 
you know, you look ahead and you see other couples have been through things and you're like, well, if that was me, I, I, would, I wouldn't put up with that. But right. you don't really know. But when you make those vows. In sickness and in health. In sickness and health, right? right? You, you make all of those vows. And then, but when, when the rubber hits the road, mm -hmm. we're really challenged in that. Am I still going to stick to my vows? I, keep, I hear it often and it just makes my skin crawl when I hear someone got a divorce because of irreconcilable differences. Like that just to me says we just weren't really willing to be intentional about putting our marriage first and doing what we needed to do to to make this work. Yeah. Like it's just much easier to say, let's just go our separate ways and start over. Throw out the vows, throw out the covenant mm -hmm. that we've made with one another and unto God. Yeah. And just just quit and, and you know i know things happen and don't get me wrong we're, we don't condemn people we know things happen we know in the moment you're not always at your strongest point mm -hmm. to make the best decision right. so we're not saying oh you're 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 a terrible person if you've gone through divorce but those people who are who are there right now mm -hmm. like there's still hope you can still move forward you can still heal from whatever it is you're going through or whatever you went through that has hurt your marriage that has cause your marriage to now be broken. Mm -hmm. um, you can heal from those things if you can if you're willing to take these steps yeah. that we're discussing and get the help that you need, identify your symptoms, get speak up, get the help that you need and be able to move forward from there. Yeah, let's not always take the path of least resistance. Mm. And I think that's a lot of times where we end up, <clears throat> you know, um, we're just frustrated and you're sick. I get, I get the pain and I get the hurt, but just like, you know, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And you've never had, you know, or we, or, or changing this, I'm jumping a little bit or, or what we, you know, here, well, I tried that, or I tried counseling or I tried coaching and I tried different things like that. And the truth of the matter is like, there's a commitment in trusting the process, like to fully engage, to fully have a system, to have the accountability, to be set up or for success. Yeah. Like, a lot of times we haven't had the right recipe mm -hmm. for us to excel. And right now could be your time. While you can't go to all your places and you got to deal with, you know, your, your uh, pain points and, 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 and you got to deal with your spouse and you got to deal with these frustrations. Like this is your time to really do the self-examination, to connect, to heal while you're in quarantine and heal and receive what God wants yeah. to give you so that when God, when God, when life goes back to normal, you're able to go ahead and already have a jump start on this situation and be yeah. able to move forward. Like, we have to move forward. And, you know, I, I just want to even come against some of these situations and things as well, because there's a lot of times when, you know, we start, you know, counting the cost or thinking about counting the cost, you know, and we ask some of our clients because we let them know, like, look, you're here. You have the choice. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go through restoration. Like you could divorce. Yeah. We let them know. It sounds weird. You guys are all for restoration, but you let them know. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, um, you know, restoring the marriage and relationship, you know, some, some, some people say, you know, well, what is the cost? Mm -hmm. Because we do a lot of things free, but our services, there is a charge. Yeah. Well, my question is, well, what is your marriage worth? Or my favorite one is, what is the vehicle worth that you purchase? That's going to go ahead and fall off. And as soon as you drive it off, 
It's going to depreciate within yeah. value, so forth and so on. It's going to last you a max of what? Six, eight, maybe 10 years yeah. max. And then, you know, the more you run it, the more you deal with that. But you can't leave a legacy with it. You right. can't deal with this. So so even looking at that area, I'm trying to hit every obstacle. Well, uh, here's another one because, uh, that you that you went. Well, they ain't going to change. Mm -hmm. They've been at this point in place. That, well, that's why I love Holy Spirit. And that's a huge difference between what we do and somebody else may do is we invite Holy Spirit in yeah. because he is the one that's going to go ahead and be the difference maker. Right. We have a system that if you commit to it, mm -hmm. then you can get um, you can get success from it. But you still have to do the commitment. Right. And then what you can't do, you do the natural Holy Spirit comes in and you get a supernatural experience that can take you out of this. I'm just telling you, don't take the, p the path of least resistance yeah. because on the, even on the other side where there is divorce and some of you may have experienced experience it. We're not condemning that. I want to make that clear. But looking at the area of divorce, well, you're going to look like if you have ch children, then that's the situation. That's a pain point that you have to deal with that with frustration and dealing with 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 that growing up of the uh, of the separate households. And if there is a financial situation with it, where it could be, what is that? Um, child support, child support and spousal support, support. Um, not including the emotional, mental uh, pain that you have to deal with as well. Yeah. Like it's a whole lot that kind of goes into these scenarios and situations. Yeah. But you've invested time. You invested time in the marriage. Like get with people who have fruit on their tree that you can be encouraged, utilize the system that they have in place and you can excel. And what I love about when you get to the area of restoration, you can teach this from generation to generation to generation. Mm -hmm. The tools and the tests that we teach that we coach and teach our clients are things that they implement in their business or yeah. in their church yeah. or or in their family line. Yeah. So if it if it, it, you can make the decision, I'm getting super excited. Let me <laughs> calm down. You can make the decision that it stops with you. Yeah. Hey! Come on, God. It stops with you. Yeah. Like this stops with me, That's good. our family. We're going to learn. We're going to fight it out. Look, what, going back to the movie with Harriet, like she, she didn't just go back one time and get her dude. She took what, 19? I think 19 she made 19 trips? trips when I was reading some research. Yeah. That's 190 to 100 miles one way. Come on, somebody. Wow. When they wanted to take her life and they wanted to do this and do all that. Like, and we are complaining and, and, and murmuring, murmuring about one, one specific situation. Yeah. We can free up our generations. Yeah. We can leave a legacy of wealth pertaining to marriage. Young people don't want to get married. Yeah. We're in the colleges. Yeah. We ask it. And like, nah, why don't you want to get married? Well, I see my mom and dad the way they went. Wait, we can come against that, y'all. You can quarantine and heal. And you deal with yourself. Yeah. You deal with God in you. You deal with you and your spouse. And then think about how you are mastering intimate conversations and changing these things around. And how God will use your relationship to bless your children, mm -hmm. your grandchildren, your community, the church. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Where's the think cash app in this think, thing? Think about that even, too. Like, think about the children, right? Uh -huh. While we're all at home quarantined, like, I think it's so important that we let our children know. They don't have to know the details of our problems, mm -hmm. but you, your kids know when there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Your kids know when there's tension. They know when mom and dad ain't speaking. They mm -hmm. know when things are not going well, yeah, right? Yeah. And so for them to see, all right, mom and dad are having a hard time. Like, I had so much respect for a couple that we worked with before who was like, we sat, we sat our children down and let them know, you know, you, I know you've noticed mommy and daddy arguing. I know you've noticed these things happening, but yeah. guess what? Mm -hmm. We're getting help. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to work on this so that we can create a better home and a better environment for you guys. Yeah. Like for your kids to see that mom and dad faced a hard time together, but they didn't quit. Like when we quit, when we give up, when we decide we're going to walk away from this thing, we're teaching our kids to do the same thing. Ooh. That means that when, when my job gets hard, I can quit. I my, quit. When my marriage gets hard, I can quit. When the sports get hard, I can quit. Yeah, yeah. When people treat me badly or, you know, when people say the wrong thing to me, I, I can, can just quit. quit and walk away. Mm -mm. We're, we're, that's a legacy we're choosing to leave. So what legacy are you going to choose to leave for your children and yes. your children's children? Yes. Yes. What example are you going to set? So that's major. Like, it's generational. Absolutely. It, it's, it's truly a generational thing. And it's not always, you know, we hear generational curses, but sometimes it's just a generational, like people are just repeating it's what they mindset. see. It's a mindset. Right? It's a mindset. Yeah. Somebody has to decide, like you said, that for it to stop here. It stops. It stops today. You guys do that. We are not talking about physical abuse. No. We are not talking about there's a spouse who absolutely wants nothing to do with you and you, whatever. We're not talking about those areas. What we're talking about is those, when you have that energy inner, uh, what I say, loving course correction of Holy Spirit that says, you know you can do this yeah. if you guys put your mind to it. Yeah. And, and then I say this again, stop thinking for your spouse yeah. and just humble yourself, pray, receive instruction from God, and then you go ahead. Going back there, Harriet in the middle of the water. She like, Lord, I don't even know. What's ahead of What's me? ahead of me? I could sink right now, but I know those come on somebody. I know those behind me, they need me so I can move forward. Lord, I need you to guide me. And sometimes, ha, that's just where you are. <laughs> where you're like, God, I need you, now you right now. I feel it too. <laughs> I need you. I need you every second, every minute. I'm tired of this Negro or Negat, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> But I'm tired of this person. I'm tired of this situation. But I know your word and your word lets me know that my fight is not against flesh and blood. But there's some principalities and some things. And if we learn to fight back to back and we can overcome this infidelity, we can overcome this spiritual sickness. We can un overcome whatever it is that the enemy is trying to steal or take or destroy from our relationship. But going back to the point, it starts with us. Yeah. It starts with me. Yeah. So it starts with you. Y'all need to join us on Thursday while we quarantine and heal. Because we believe God wants to do something with your relationship. Absolutely. He wants to do something with you first. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Get me out of here. So, guys, do not miss. Do not miss. Tomorrow we'll be back here live again for step three of healing your broken marriage. But Thursday night we're taking a deep dive because there's no way we can cover it all in just a few minutes here live. But on Thursday night we're going to go in and we're going to talk to you about the steps that are necessary for healing your marriage that is broken. So during this quarantine, during this time that we are at home, mm -hmm. we're going to quarantine and heal. Mm -hmm. So that Thursday night, think of Thursday night as day one of your healing journey. So make sure that you are with us Thursday night, 9 p.m. EST. The link is there um, for you guys. If you're on IG, it's there for you in our profile. If you're on Facebook, then it's right here um, in, the, in the caption. So make sure that you register. It is free mm. to <laughs> register, but you must register in order to get the login details and everything to be able to access the online event because it's a private event. It's not going to be aired here yeah. or streamed here live. We're yeah. going to be in a private online room. So make sure that you register. And listen, if you know somebody, maybe it's not you, but you know somebody, and you like, you know what? Such and such can really use this. Yeah. They've been talking about how their marriage is struggling. Copy 
that link and send it to them. Say, hey, you need to check this out. Yeah. And make sure you guys um, join us because we're, we're ready. We're expecting to hear couples say, you know what? This is exactly what we needed. Yep. And so don't let that be you. Don't let you be the one that misses out on taking advantage of what looks like a bad situation. Yeah like this quarantine and turn it into something amazing mm -hmm. by by joining us this Thursday night. Share this post, share this message, share this live uh, for our IG, Facebook, and even uh, our, our listening audience. Share this. Get this in somebody's um, timeline, somebody's post, tag them, put their name on. If you care, you love, it's time. It's time for us to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have an awesome day. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care. All right.